Welcome to the Weekly Pleb. My name is Douglas Rieger and I'm your host. You are listening to the fifth episode of the second season. And my guest this week is my good friend and professional gamer, Andy. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. How yeah, have you of been? Course. Dude, I've been good. Just the old grind. You know how it goes. Yeah. Work, school, good old time. Yeah, and gaming. <laughs> and gaming, yeah. yeah. Streaming yeah. all the time. Yeah. So do you remember the first video game that made you really fall in love with gaming? Yeah, so my brother was actually the one that got me into it. We played Super Mario, like 64, and like uh, the Mario Kart, like all the 64 games pretty much. And then uh, as soon as I started playing Mario Kart and trying to find like all these shortcuts and like how to do like the courses faster, I knew like I just love gaming. I love what it like had in, like, in store for me pretty much. Yeah, it's got to be the same for me. Mario, early days. Mm-hmm. I'm a little younger, too young to remember uh playing the Nintendo 64 too much, but GameCube, Mario Party, oh, the yeah. GameCube. Mario oh. Party, uh, yeah. Mario Kart Double Dash. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah. those are classics. Yeah. Super Mario Sunshine too. Oh, wait, with love the hose? That. Yeah, oh with the hose. God. Yeah, that was a great game. Uh, I love that game. They need to remake that one. Oh, that, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how did you first realize that you could make money doing this? So my brother, actually, he was like kind of like... I guess like the my father I guess figure in gaming <laughs> yeah. sort of thing um, he like showed me this tournament and when like the tournament was going on we were playing Halo like Halo 2 I think it was and he was like oh like come watch final boss and like I thought it was like the final boss of Halo and then it was this huge tournament for a hundred thousand dollars like the team final boss was like the organization team and like they were the team to beat and I still think it's one of the coolest names ever in gaming for like a team um, but they were playing and then like I watched all these guys like play like it was just a 4v4 they were all like calling out like they had so much passion for it and I was like wow like these guys are playing the game I play, but for a hundred thousand dollars, like how do I get into this? Yeah. And then, so like ever since then, I've just like been playing usually call of duty. Cause that was like what I was better at. But before like I was just playing halo, trying to like meet some people online to like kind of form a team, like sort of thing. And like, there's this website called game battles where like everybody would go back in the day, like to pretty much compete, like get those practice, like for the big hundred thousand dollar tournament. So I just started playing with that, and it's stuck ever since. Yeah. Speaking of teams, how did you end up landing yourself on an esports team? 100 Thieves. Uh, so actually, 100 Thieves is not my team. Okay. Uh, it was Glow Navy uh, Gaming. Okay. That was Chief Keefe's team. Uh, I just met like this these two random guys in a World War II Call of Duty pub and just started playing with them and went over to Black Ops 4, and one of them actually got into like the team. And then I would like play with them a couple of times, like nothing like too serious. But then like this like other like rapper like team or whatever, like challenged Chief Keef, like their gaming organization or whatever. And I was like, oh, OK, like my friend asked me to play with them. I was like, yeah, like I'll play with them. Like I think we put up like a 100 bucks or something and like we just absolutely destroyed them. Like I don't think they ever won a round or like they got like 10 points max or something. And then, like, right after that, they're like, yeah, this guy's joining the team. Like, he's on Glow Navy now. And I was just like, hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> hey, well, there you go. That's one way to do it, meeting people, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so what's the most you've ever made playing a game? Uh, I'd probably say I think $5,000 is probably my biggest tournament win. Uh, it was actually with my friend that, like, got me into the Glow Navy gaming and, 
we were like we had like a bunch of teams like it was like a 2v2 team like sort of thing and like there was 64 teams there was like i think three glow navy teams in it and we ended up taking all of it and it was uh, it was a surreal experience like i will never forget the feeling of winning that so you said that you're into streaming do you think streaming is like the easiest or the best route into professional gaming I would probably say so. Like nowadays, it's all about social media, like posting TikToks, posting Instagram clips, like stuff like that to get noticed. So, streaming, like if you're not going to do it for the money, like that's probably like the worst thing you could do is like get into streaming, trying to make hundreds of thousand dollars a month kind of thing that like the top streamers make. So, it's like you get into streaming just to like show the world like how good you are. Like you just want to like kind of show them everyone how like you put all these hours into a game. Like, now you get to prove it to like all these people and then like however many viewers you get like you're kind of like content with it like oh i got like five people watching me that's awesome and then like the more and more you start streaming the more and more you start like becoming better at the game you'll start getting more like people to watch you and stuff like that so if you're definitely trying to go pro streaming's the first priority you should have what uh what things are there any things about twitch that you think you should warn future gamers about uh so twitch yeah there's like a lot of copyright strikes actually with like the dmca and stuff like that i know a lot of big streamers will like either stream like some anime or like stream some like tv show and then like they'll get like a strike on their channel or like someone will just play like some copyright music or something like that and those can actually like delete your entire channel if like the company is like taking it that serious sort of thing. So definitely be careful with that. There's like a lot of free streaming like beats you can make on Spotify or just like play on Spotify. Um, but yeah. yeah. So esports is relatively new, right? Yeah. Do you, do you know much about the, the birth of esports? Uh, all I can imagine is like the early maybe 80s with like arcade tournaments and they're just competing for the high score. Yeah, that's pretty much like kind of like the origin story is like everyone wanted to like compete to the top of the list. They want to have like their initials on the top of the leaderboard sort of thing. And then um, uh, there's these two guys. It was Sundance. I forgot his last name. And then Adam Apicella, they kind of started. It was called Major League Gaming. Mm -hmm. And that was like all the gamers would go to like the like events they would hold for like tournaments. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it sort of like shifted more into like the franchising like sort of thing with more like the traditional sport route. But that was like the birthplace of competitive Halo, competitive Call of Duty, League of Legends that you see is selling out the Staples Center for <laughs> world championships. Like that was like the entire start of it. Like you had the arcade games, the Pong tournaments, NBA Jam, like all those tournaments in the early 80s, 90s. But then MLG kind of just like skyrocketed into like what it is today. It feels kind of like there's infinite possibilities because it's video games. You could have all sorts of new video mm -hmm. games coming out and it's basically a new sport that people want to watch because Call of Duty isn't the same as watching Halo tournaments. You know? Exactly, yeah. So it's like you usually people will pick like a solid game or like a game that they're good at or they, they like to watch or something like that to like spend all their time playing to try and become a pro. But I know like there's a lot of people that are just so talented. They have hundreds of like hours on multiple games and they can literally switch from mouse to keyboard and just like compete at the highest level so a lot of people will pick a game but there's a multiple people that will do multiple esports
Do you think there's a benefit to like being able to play multiple games? Like if there's a new Call of Duty out and you're trying to stream and get views, you kind of have to hop over to that game, right? To be able to uh, follow the hype kind of. Yeah, so that's like a lot. There's like a lot of misconception there. So like, oh, this new game came out. I want to stream it. Everyone's watching it. The thing is with a new game, like all the top streamers are going to be playing it because it's like new game, something new to play, some new content for like their viewers and everyone's going to watch them. So like you're going to get no viewers pretty much. You'll have like the one viewer that's yourself. Like that's usually how it goes. But if you stream like a random game, like a random Pokemon game or something, you'll probably get like, oh, like someone's streaming this and then they'll like have a little like interest and kind of go to that game and like kind of watch you. So that's how like how you get like more consistent viewers. But if you want to like become a pro, like you definitely have to start like day one as soon as the game drops, like kind of start grinding, make a schedule. You at least like most pros play like at least eight hours a day, like eight to 10. So if you want to become like a pro, like you got to put the time in for it. Okay. So if you want to become a pro, it's better to train on the new games. Exactly. Like don't really focus on the streaming aspect, like stream just to like have like your gameplay recorded. If you do a cool clip or something that could be like made into a TikTok, like stuff like that. But if you want to become a pro, like your main focus is just getting like your mechanics down in the game, like to the highest level, like getting your macro down. Like that's like the biggest like part. And so if you're more worried about the streaming, you're saying it's better to find like a niche. Exactly. Yeah. So like, the big streamers, they'll always get like their 20, 50,000 viewers or whatever it is. But if like you want to just like kind of like grind like the Twitch like ranks sort of thing or like the YouTube streaming ranks, like you got to have like some unique content for yourself, like other than just like streaming a game with like no face cam or something like that. And then like if you're only doing that, like you got to be good at it. Like so people like consistently watch you or you just got to find a game that like not really many people play or like that know about that will like attract more viewers like kind of like oh that's a cool game like let's watch this like kind of thing yeah so what games lately have uh caught your interest the most so uh i'm a professional call of duty player so i usually play call of duty for like five six hours a day and they actually just dropped rank play so i've just been playing that a lot but i also play valorant and i'm trying to get diamonds in valorant that's my main goal i got like seven days left okay so trying to do that those are i'm like a big shooter game kind of guy so call of duty halo and valorant probably like my three games i'm playing right now okay so traditional sports have been around for centuries right mm-hmm. but esports like we said have only been around for a handful of decades mm-hmm. so we're from but already they've been like dwarfing the viewership of many other sports exactly so where do you see the industry going from here so it's only going to go up like there was talks about like a little esport bubble kind of like oh there's all this money for these prize pools like where are they kind of getting it from like sort of thing but it was supposed to burst like i think two years ago and nothing's happened so i can only see it kind of just growing especially with like vr starting to become like more of a mainstream thing you'll start to see like vr esports and like people that are just like crazy at beat saber but like competing for hundreds of thousand dollars like it's going to be pretty insane like in the future with the vr stuff yeah i mean i feel like you see these streamers get pulling like you said fifty thousand mm-hmm. viewers just on one stream of them playing alone yeah I, just for fun i can't imagine that that means there's not people wanting to watch you know that's and exactly with covid too like 
I know like we've kind of strayed away from like the really like harsh restrictions on it, but still there's like there's a handful of people out there that are like, oh, I'm staying in my house, like I'm not going out. And esports is like the perfect thing for them because they like if they want to compete, they can play from home pretty much. Like I know the Call of Duty League is actually just playing like their like regular season matches like from the inside of their house or like their own like facility sort of thing, so they can compete with that with esports, and then they can also just watch like the tournaments that people are playing like instead of like you're not going to find nfl on twitch like you got to watch that on tv espn like you got to like pay for that package but you can just hop on twitch and look at valorant esports or whatever and like right there for you the content everything's right there for you so most of the revenue is relying on advertising then, right? Yeah, most of it's advertising. There's like a lot of sponsorships from like the tech companies, uh, like the Alienware, the Astro Gaming, like all like headset company, PC companies, like sort of that, like that sort of thing. And so the more and more people like start to watch, the more and more sponsors there will be. And you can already see it like right now. I'm pretty sure... Um, I don't know if you know FaZe Clan. I think that's like probably the most known like esport organization out there. Uh, they actually just partnered with the NFL. So um, they had like a whole entire thing on Twitch where they were like the NFL players were tossing like balls to like these esport players kind of thing. And then so like, you get that little connection and it's pretty cool like how they can like coincide with each other. I hadn't even heard of that, but yeah. but the NFL teaming up with an esports team, mm -hmm. so the entire NFL. Yeah, it was an NFL partnership, and then they had like a handful of players. I know Brett Favre went out there for a little bit, like to <laughs> just as like a little like exhibition kind of game. There was like uh, a lot of other like I forgot like the specific names, but there's like there was a lot of like NFL players there, like just vibing with like all the esport players, kind of just like chopping it up sort of thing and i know a lot of nfl players are also like really good friends with like the top streamers and like they'll hop on warzone or like apex or something to play with each other see it's it sounds like people from any industry or sport could be playing esports just unwind exactly actually there is um an nfl player that i forgot who it was but he just became like the first like multi-sport like athlete he's an nfl like linebacker and now he's a professional like rocket league player for dignitas <laughs> and so like that like little thing right there like you can be that multi-sport athlete without having to like strain your body and put your like your acl on the line every game sort of thing yeah i think i heard about him but yeah. I, I also am blanking on his name I'm kind of surprised the marketing team thought Brett Favre would still get some attention. I mean, they, they did get some attention. Like everybody on Twitter was posting pics of them and Brett Favre and okay. it's getting 30,000 likes. And I'm like, wow, that's actually insane. There's yeah. like Brett Favre. I never thought he would come out of retirement for this, but yeah. there he is. Hey, I, I'm, I'm a Favre fan. I'm a Vikings guy. So, I mean, yeah, it's cool to see, but it was, it's a bit of a surprise. Yeah. You know? What would you like to say to any parents that might be listening or watching that think their kids are wasting their time playing games? So that's the thing. Like, that's what, like, the misconception is with video games is, like, you're kind of just sitting at the screen doing nothing, like, kind of hoping, like, this pans out for you. But the kids these days, they are, like so gifted like mechanically like on the keyboard like their reaction time is crazy and so if I was a parent I would rather know my kid is like doing something he loves I know he's home safe and sound and as long as he has like his homework and like all of his other responsibilities done like I don't really see the harm in it like 
kids are always going to find something they're passionate about growing up. And I mean, if they're playing golf or football like eight hours a day, I see no difference if you're playing like a video game eight hours a day. And especially with like, I mean, I had to fight my parents a lot, like, because then esports wasn't a big thing when I was growing up. It was like kind of still this like afterthought, oh, that won't ever happen. That won't, you're wasting your life sort of thing. But now it's a multi billion dollar industry and just like you see what it's becoming. So, I would tell them give it some time if like they grow out of it that's good on you if you didn't like it but I would just give it some time kind of let them kind of figure out what they want to do with like themselves like if they want to play that game like see what happens with it like always support them don't really bring them down because it is like a lot it's like a lot of mental strain just staring at a screen for eight hours a day like kind of hoping you get like that one shot like that one opportunity sort of thing yeah you mentioned earlier uh, about PCs. Mm-hmm. You built your own PC once, right? I did, yeah. I built, I think I was a freshman or a sophomore in high school, and I built my first one. Uh, would you suggest building your own PC or going out and buying one? So now the PC like market is crazy with COVID, and they actually are using like, all the super like powerful graphics cards to actually mine crypto and so the industry is like i think the top of the line graphics card right now is like probably like a thousand to two thousand dollars or sort of thing so i would say if you find an opportunity to like get that graphics card like for retail price like 250 300 like around there like i would build your own pc but right now like all the pc kind of manufacturers have like that connection to get those graphics cards for them. So I would just kind of buy one right now. I know there's like a lot of custom like PC builders on like Twitter and stuff where actually I got my new one from and he did like an awesome job. So if you can find a graphics card for retail, I would say build your computer. But if not, I would just trust one of the PC manufacturers. Yeah. Okay, well, do you want to hop into Halo and go ahead and yeah, beat, let's my do ass, it. beat my ass? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> All right. I know a few things up my sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> show me the move. Yeah. Am I top? Yeah, man. I have not played in a while, so we'll see how well this goes. Right. Ooh, okay. got the cinder shot. Let's go. Are we on the same team? Yeah. Okay. I think this is like a little team game. Oh. This dude just threw a barrel at me. <laughs> what? He threw a barrel at you? Yeah. Oh, I just died. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, I, did I get a kill? I got a kill. Let's go. <laughs> All Way right. better than that guy is. Oh man, as soon as I start getting shots on somebody, one of his buddies is on the other side. <laughs> this guy's like just hiding in this tower waiting for me. Oh, 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 oh. Where'd he go? I died. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get away from the spawn point. They're like spawn camping. There's a guy in like a vehicle, like a little ghost down here. <laughs> Trying to like shoot him out. Yeah, it's gonna be impossible. Alright. Where is he? He's like there. So I kinda Ooh, want the we ghost. Got the battle rifle. I know I could get some kills in the ghost for sure. Oh, I'm gonna hop in this. Is 
So what's the hardest? Oh, way better than that, guys. Do a little reversal metal. Let's go. <laughs> what, what do you think the hardest thing for new gamers is when they're, like, first grabbing a controller? Um, definitely, like, trying to, like, uh, memorize, like, where the buttons are and kind of how, like, what they do. I think that's probably the hardest. It will take a little bit to kind of, like, get used to it, find, like, the right sensitivity, the right kind of controls for you to, like best like give yourself like the advantage in the game sort of thing um a lot of people kind of get like discouraged like i know one of my friends like he refuses to play valorant with me because he just says he's bad at it and so like uh i don't know i always tell him like i don't know how like you if you don't play it like i don't know how you expect to get better sort of thing yeah and so that's like always kind of just trying to stick like uh, with it for a, at least a little bit, like give it some time sort of thing. So what, what advice would you give to someone who wants to become a pro gamer? Um, so it's not an overnight thing. I know it's kind of like cliche to say, but uh, it's definitely like you got to stick with it. You got to find your game. Once you find the game that like you actually enjoy playing and it's not like a chore sort of speak, uh, stick with that. Uh, try to do like some new like fun things like if you just constantly do the competitive aspect of it like yeah you'll get better but at the same time like you'll burn out really fast so trying to like spice it up with some new games every once in a while don't think like you're just kind of stuck to one game always should like trying to have the most fun like you can that's like the main goal and then like your uh, skill and like kind of knowledge of the game will just like come uh, like second nature to you kind of like sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm getting. Oh, sniped. you got you got the shock rifle. Yeah, but oh. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Down goes Doug. Makes no difference. <laughs> well, let me see if I can pick this. Ooh, hold up. Yeah, when you mentioned uh, new players just not understanding how the buttons work, it makes me think of. I, I recommended my dad play Red Dead Redemption oh, too because he's super into cowboys and it yeah. was like the first video game I ever thought he would actually enjoy. Um, and trying to teach him how the controller worked was just very it's, hard. Yeah. I've done the same thing. I'm like, I've tried to show like, I have like two brothers and one I like, doesn't play games like at all really. And Dan, I don't know what these weapons these guys have. But uh, I always, like, I try to show them, like, hey, like, I know, like, it gets stressful at work. Like, just play some video games when you get home, like, sort of thing. And he's like, oh, like, I'll try it. And then, like, I try to teach him, like, the mouse and keyboard. And he had to, like, keep looking down at the keyboard every time, like, he wanted to press something. So it's, like, it's definitely hard. Like, once you, like, get that muscle memory down of, like, oh, I know this button's right here, like, sort of thing, it'll be a much more enjoyable experience. Yeah, that's kind of how it felt for me when I was first trying to build on Fortnite. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I that's, could not do it. That's a perfect example. Like, I don't know if like your viewers like played Fortnite back in the day, but it was straight up no one's building all these like no like crazy builds or anything. And then like as the game went on, like you see all these streamers, they have like the most insane like edits and like they could build the Taj Mahal in 30 seconds, <laughs> like sort of thing. Yeah. And so like the game will always evolve and like your play style will too. And so that's why like you stick with it, kind of get the feel for it. And I guarantee it will be a lot more enjoyable once you like get those initial like core mechanics down.
Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it is just kind of practice, right? Yeah. It's like with anything, like you got to practice if like you want to be good at it. Yeah. And uh, like if no one should expect like, oh, it's just a video game. Like how hard can it be sort of thing? Like it gets pretty difficult. Like once you sort of get into the world. I'll tell and, you, like, it's feeling pretty difficult right now. <laughs> yeah. And like, and I've sh- played, I've played before. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Like I've been playing God. I think all my I think since I was like three, I think was like the first kind of video game I ever wow. played. And so my hands and brain are kind of just built for, okay, I know exactly what I need to do here sort of thing. Yeah. It's like you were saying earlier, the, the younger kids and the younger generation are, are going to hop on VR like nothing, right? Exactly. Like, I'm actually so excited. to I can't wait to see like a vr like first person shooter where people are like competing against each other i think that's like the next thing i'm looking forward to in the industry um i've always like i don't know if you've seen like the vr like shooting ranges sort of thing where like you can kind of be like john wick and like people do all this cool stuff uh if you take that but like put a hundred thousand dollars behind it like i can't wait to see what like people are going to be able to like produce yeah. There we go. Have you used VR much at all? Uh, I haven't used it that much. Uh, I've like played VR poker, like the Beat Saber. I yeah. played like all those games, but uh, I really haven't done like VR. I, I don't really even own one. Uh, yeah. I've like asked for it for Christmas, but <laughs> it's never in the price range of my <gasps> gifts. <laughs> Oh, oh, we lost. Did you just see that guy? He like slung shot over <laughs> me and killed me. He did that to me too. It happens. These we, guys play a lot though. They have like really cool armor. Yeah, they were I very, seen that before. very, very good. We might have to do a redeeming round for after that yeah, one. Yeah, I think so. Then that was a little warm up game. <laughs> yeah, right that, was, that was horrible. <laughs> Getting the rust off. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're uh, distracted. We're busy talking. Yeah, here. busy talking. <laughs> Playing Halo Infinite has definitely been like, a blast of nostalgia for me. Yeah. I, I haven't really jumped into Halo in a few years before this game. And like the first time I was playing, I, I just immediately was taken back to when I was a kid. As soon as I heard killing spree. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Oh no. I had two. and I Oh, I just got, I got a kill. I got a kill. Let's go. It oh, happened. I think I got the assist. Oh, okay. I think I was there for the assist. Okay. We'll take it. That's that teamwork. Teamwork. It's, it's an improvement from the first game. <laughs> I think oh I went the gosh, whole last game without a single kill. Here. Those guys were kind of trying hard. Let's oh, go. There we go. We'll take it. Oh no! I got shot from behind. Oh. Oh, dude! There's three on you. That's yeah. tragic. These yeah. guys are sticking together. Yeah, they're really. They're we're playing. we're gonna pretend it was the fact that there was three oh of gosh. them, <laughs> and not that I was choking anyways. <laughs> oh, I almost just ninjaed this guy. Dang it! So you played ninja when you were little? Yeah, when I was like nine or ten years old. Whenever Halo Reach was out, maybe like twelve. But I remember, I think I was like the max rank was fifty. And everyone wanted to get 50 like in the playlist to play against the pros and stuff like that. And every time or every day after work or after work, after school, uh, I'd hop on, play those eight hours that uh, I was like kind of like put my schedule on. 
I'd play against Ninja. I'd play against like all like the other big names too. Like sometimes, not every game, but some games in there, and I'd always try my hardest. And that's where like I kind of found like the passion for it, just being able to like hear these guys call my name out when I'm 12, uh, kind of competing with like the big boys sort of thing. I was like that. Just I love that feeling, and so I stuck with it ever since. Dude, I'm just kidding. I spawned into three guys. That's unfortunate. That's yep, right there. And there's the fourth right on you. <laughs> Where's our teammates? Oh, they quit. It's just us. You're kidding. It's just us. Oh, my I was goodness. wondering. I was like, what's going on? Like, we got no help? Like, why no. am I spawning here? Well, that makes me feel a little bit better about how, how poorly we're doing. Yeah, I mean, we can't really do much against these guys. Yeah, 2v4? That's impossible. What are you supposed to do? We're doing pretty well for being up against this big of a handicap right now. Oh, oh, oh another teabag. that guy. Let's go. Yet another teabag. See, now they're just being disrespectful. Like, I know. It's 2v4 and you're teabagging us? That's, yeah, come on. Come on. on. What yeah. do you want us to do here? Yeah. I'm coming. Oh, no. He's just using that weapon. Dude, that's boring. He's going to knock you off. Oh. Yeah. Same, same thing, thing he to did you? to me. Yeah. What a joke. <laughs> He's got four on two, and he's got to use some cheap weapon like that. It's crazy. Yeah, shows you they're scared. They must have seen Norway. Nuggets see, they see, they in. see the name, and they shake in their boots. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't do two, but sixteen and a two v four. That's not bad. Yeah, I'll take that. I I will take it. Our teammates kind of quit. Like I think like right in the beginning. So yeah, I yeah. think I didn't even notice. Yeah, I was like, I, when I spawned in front of three guys, I was like, something like, where's my teammates? Like, yeah. Doug's over there. Where's, like, the rest of them? And then I look, and I'm like, oh, it's just us. Yeah, yeah. That's that's tragic, but hey. Hey, it's all right. Yeah. I, I know that the viewers, if you'd like to see better uh, clips of Andy Gaming, <laughs> you can go check us out. Check out your Twitch. Yeah, it's uh, twitch.tv uh, slash Norway underscore nuggets. I'm usually live five days a week, maybe six. And that will be in the description down below if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're on Spotify, just listen to what he just said. <laughs> it's an easy URL. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can figure it out. <laughs>